an anal hook where she's suspended and if she comes down yeah <laughs> it's so. an actual anal hook if you saw this couple you'd be like there's no way there's just no way <laughs> that's a kind of a cool thing i wasn't jealous i was like that's a pivotal moment i think for us because i was like okay yeah we can do this and they don't know that this is the secret sauce and we can't share it right. with them or we haven't yet so you stuck with one of your rules yeah exactly <laughs> The other woman's fantasy was to suck two cocks at one time. She had never done that. Her, her words were, this will be the best vacation or the worst vacation we ever have. Get ready. This is Consenting Adults. The conversations you're about to hear are intended for mature audiences. If adult themes are offensive to you, you may want to use that safe word. So dirty talk, so yeah. sex talk. Yeah, it, it started off as dirty talk. I was actually like very excited to see my partner with somebody else. She looked at me and said, so you want to have sex with other people, that's what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> and you find it a turn on to hear about what he did. Yeah, and then it's like, I want to come home and get it the way she got it. Does he know you have a boyfriend? Well, yes. This is Consenting Adults with Lena Wynn. My guests today are Paul and Jamie. Paul is 54. He's in business consulting. Jamie is a nurse. She's 53 years old. They've been married almost 30 years. Hey, you guys, they're still together. We are. And swingers. <laughs> Woohoo. Um, I'm wondering, you know, the more people I talk to, I'm wondering if the fact that you're swingers kind of helps the part about you still being together and, and being happy. Yes. It, I think it brings us closer because we get to see each other enjoying life to its fullest. First of all, did either of you have prior experience? No. We met in college. Um, I was I was engaged before. Um, not to me. Not to you. <laughs> um, so yeah, but since we got married, we were we were completely monogamous. And it wasn't until I sort of stumbled upon a, a vacation idea for Paul's birthday that we realized that the swinging lifestyle even was a thing. She scheduled a vacation for it. What asked me about it well in advance of, hey, what do you think about this? And it was intriguing, and I was a little bit mind blown. I mean, she's a nudist by by nature. Oh, I'm an exhibitionist. exhibitionist. I'm not just That's a nudist. Better. Let's be honest. Exhibitionist. So, <laughs> Let's be clear. She, and, and we had never even been anywhere topless. So we were looking. She felt somewhere where clothing optional. It took me a little while to get my head around. Hey, this this could work. She was comfortable the whole time until we we were on the way from the airport to the resort. And I thought she was going to get sick. She started, she's like, oh. oh. Yeah, like I'm going to throw up. This Second is- thoughts. So uh, she's, her, her words were, this will be the best vacation or the worst vacation we ever have. <laughs> and it, it was the best. We were voyeurs. We just watched. But we got to know people and realized how authentic, how authentic people can be when their guard is down. And, um, and the clothes are know, off. No <laughs> clothes, no jewelry, nothing to say much about you other than who you are. And we love that because we are very much about the social aspects of this, of the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you told me you're social swingers. I, I think I've talked to a couple of couples who, who identified themselves as such. What's your definition of that? We put friendships first, um, getting to know people and getting to spend time with people and really getting to know them is really the thing we get the most enjoyment out of, believe it or not. Um, so I often joke we have friends with benefits. There are some people who are out there literally just to notch the bedposts and good for them. But for us, it's it's much more about really making friends and friendships and, and people that we met on our very first trip living overseas. We still talk to, they swung by 
just a couple of weeks ago as they were passing through town because they were in the States. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it was, so it's really important to us that, that it's a connection rather than just a sexual chemistry connection. So you go to this uh, clothing optional resort, uh, takes mm-hmm. you a little time to get comfortable, right? And you're just mm-hmm. watching, people. like, what yeah. are you seeing? I mean, it was just really watching people connect. And I think some people fear that when they go to a resort like this, that you're going to see, you know, orgy sex everywhere, and you're not going to be able to get away from it. And it's just going to be in your face all the time. And that's just not, that's just not the case. It's live porn. That's right. the whole, the whole take of it, I think. I think that people who haven't been and who hear it think what you just mm-hmm. described, like, oh my God, mm-hmm. it's going to be crazy sex everywhere. You know, mm-hmm. like, what if I don't want to see it? So describe like the scenery or what you saw. That's much like a, any other vacation resort. It's, you know, got a pool and a bar and people just talk. I mean, you strip all the layers away. I don't know if you have $100 million in your bank account or $100 in your bank account. You are who you are as a person. And so you don't have all of those trappings. And so you're you're basically standing around the, the pool. You might see either sex or maybe a blowjob. I mean, you can turn your back and not watch. It's not like it's everywhere and it's not like everybody's doing it. You're the only person who wouldn't be doing it. We're more than- very different thing of this type of vacation versus family vacation somewhere else is people interact. We've been on vacations actually not far from where this resort was just the two of us. And we are, we are very, we try to be engaging people. And you know, the most, the biggest response we got back was hi. Right. No, I mean like we, we like to get to know people and this is a great environment for that. So. Yeah. um, I've heard that, that it's, um, kind of part of the reason of going is to meet people and get to know people. So everyone's very open and engaging. The other question I get asked a lot from people who are like, so what's it like there? You see every body type there is. You see every age demographic, 20 to, gosh, how old was that couple? Um, Late 70s? I think he was 80s. He might've been in his 80s. So a whole gamut of age, a whole gamut of body types, are there some, you know, really super duper in shape people? Absolutely. Are most people average? Absolutely. So you watch mm-hmm. and you're enjoying that. Mm-hmm. For that first vacation, you guys never did anything publicly or with other uh, people, right? We, we did. That was my birthday. Oh. Uh, but we it, it took us until, what, three in the morning, <laughs> two in the morning to kind of get up the courage to do public. And we were, there was one bed next to us where another couple was doing the same thing for the first time as well. Both of us were watching each other and just, it made it a really sexually charged environment for the two of us to just have great sex. We did actually meet another couple who had been in the lifestyle a long time. And, you know, I still wasn't so sure about this whole swinging thing when we went and we had had dinner with them, just talking, getting to know them. and. I kind of had walked away and I came back and I saw Paul standing next to this other woman. And I thought to myself, wow, they make a really good looking couple. Oh, and I sort of had this moment of what, what, what did I just think? What was that? And it was at that moment that I went, okay, this is, this is something that maybe we can do. And this is, that's a kind of a cool thing. I wasn't jealous. I was like, that's a pivotal moment. I think for us, because I was like, okay, yeah, we can do this. So you, Get back home from the vacation. Was there a lot of discussion? 
I think it started before and I don't think it stopped. Honestly, I think that's the other thing. You know, we were talking about that moment I had and I was like, okay, maybe, maybe this would be okay. Maybe you, you could play with someone else. And oh gosh, I mean, if, if we, we probably talked about it three days a week for months, um, processing through it and, and really figuring out if it's something we wanted to do. And I bet it was what, maybe, Four or five weeks after we got home, we booked our second trip. We did. Oh. Quick. It, it sounds like Jamie was starting to discover compersion. Mm-hmm. Yes. Paul, yep. what were your thoughts? Were you thinking, okay, that's great, but no, I don't think I'd like to see you do anything? Or were you thinking, no. hey, I wonder if I'm, I'm okay with it too? I was more comfortable with it before she was, that part of it. I oh. was, even before we went, I was comfortable with that aspect we had conversations leading up to this and, and she's like, yeah, I'm comfortable with that. I'm like, well, what about me? I, I kind of put it back the other way of, would you be comfortable with me? And oh, she just, yeah, she we just, actually, before we went on that trip, we actually had not a fight, but, but we had, a of, yeah, it, it, it was, there was a lot of tension there for a minute because I hadn't really processed through and thought about it. So she's all about her. So she was thinking <laughs> right. of her and I enjoy whether it's just the two of us or us with others. I love seeing her happy. I love being happy myself too, but that, that makes me, that energizes me. Uh, I don't know if you guys could help uh, better explain this to me because uh, a lot of swingers talk about compersion, but there's also the, the turn on, which I think, I don't know, is separate mm-hmm. from, from compersion. Is that true? That the fact that it turns you on is kind of different from compersion where it's like, oh, you're happy. You're not jealous. Right. I get turned on watching Paul with another woman. It's really, it's really hot. I get to see views that I never get to see. But interestingly, for me, it's also tied up because I have compersion for the other woman, because I know he's in, he is pleasuring her. And so I have compersion for her. So I'm like, you know, this is great. And so it's, it for me, it's really entwined, but you're right. The the there is turn on, yes, the turn on is a very distinct part of that. And I think that's maybe the hardest thing for people who aren't in the lifestyle to understand. So can you then tell me about the first time you actually did something with another couple or another person? So it was the following trip. Um, there was a couple that we had met the first trip. And so we timed our second trip for when they were going back. So it was maybe four or five days into our trip before we played. But I can remember walking to their room and I had butterflies. And again, sort of that nausea, just kind of like I did when we were coming to the resort the first time. But it was it was an anxiety, right? Like, is, how is this going to be? I've never, it's unknown. Is it kind of like, you know, when you're younger and like when you're in high school and, you know, the boy you like yes. walks by and you get this little butterfly. So it's, mm-hmm. it's like a good anxiety, right? Right. She, anxiety, but still a bounce in your step. Yeah. Of should we, shouldn't we? Oh, we, this is, this is exciting. Mm-hmm. And, and watching each other's eyes was kind of like many years ago when we could see the light in each other's eyes with mm-hmm. each other. That was nice. the same, same feeling. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you, you knock on the door. <laughs> the door was open. So we walk in and we're sort of talking and I don't describe myself as bisexual. Always, if I walk in a room, the man is always the first person I'm attracted to. I really like women. I like kissing women. I like touching women. 
we had somebody who one time described herself as a, a lesbian from the waist up. Um, and that's kind of, that's kind of how I am. That's kind of my play style. But so the girls were on the bed and we just started sort of kissing and touching one another put on a show and we put on a show. We absolutely put on a show. The guys were standing kind of at the foot of the bed. And, and I remember, you know, just doing looking what? at doing what Paul, what were you doing there? We were, we were watching and, and that's it. That's it. The, the other gentleman was so wound up. He left the room, like would walk in and out. He was just pacing. Uh, he was so like he wanted to jump in. He, he, he wanted. Want to he, oh. it, it was it was it was me keeping him back from jumping in at that time. <laughs> He's like, this is so hot to watch, but I want to join oh. in. But okay, yeah. So I mean, you look down and and you see you, you see these two men at the end of the bed. Kids at a candy store. Like exactly. That's exactly the face. That's exactly the face that I saw. And I remember leaning in and whispering into her ear, like, if if we don't let the guys join us soon, we may not see them. Like <laughs> so we did we did a lot of stuff. I mean, that was stuff that I was surprised that we Amy, have you yeah. heard my podcast before? Yeah. You <laughs> okay. know it's not allowed. <laughs> I know. You did a lot of stuff. I did a lot stuff. of stuff. So we did. I mean, I, I was surprised it, up to that point. I had not, you know, I had not given another man a blowjob since you and I got together. You hadn't kissed a girl. I had, well, I had never kissed a girl. Before. I had never kissed a girl until her. We actually, at one point, she wanted to do kind of a spit roast. So right. she was sucking you and he was in coming in from behind. Uh, we well, did, hold on. Jamie, what do you do when no, that's happening? I had my hands on all three of them which worked for me. Right. So I had, you know, hands on backs sort of everywhere. And um, normally now I would, I would like help guide the cocks into places, but I didn't do it that time because that was the first time. So she was sort of the center of attention for a while. And then it sort of, it flipped and I was the center of attention. It's, it's still not something I love really. It's, it's not my, I don't like all the attention on me. It's just not. Which is interesting because it's always yeah. all about her. But <laughs> she's a little, She's a little uncomfortable in that at times. Now you actually you actually touch swords. To, oh. That's the only only time hmm? because uh, uh, the other woman's fantasy was to suck two cocks at one time. She had never done that. Oh, so so she, so she did swords crossed just a little bit. That was that was different. Yeah, like did you freak out at all? No, and I that surprised me. After the uh, the swords crossing, there mm-hmm. was like full swap. No, uh, oh, not, not that. No, no, no. not uh, that time. No. no, that that was going back to your own yeah own spouse oh, oh, and having oh, great okay. sex right yes so you stuck with one of your rules yeah exactly <laughs> the other gentleman wanted full swap you know when we were in the moment yeah. and and I'm like no the other the other woman she had rules hers was no penetration I'm like mm-hmm. not crossing any rules and it worked out great just to you know we were all tempted mm-hmm. we're like well we set the ground rules let's stick with them for tonight so then, uh, so have you pretty much done all of the, like the full menu of swinger activities? Yeah, I, what have you done? We have full swapped. Um, uh, DP? We, she, she mentioned. No, we have not done DP. And we, we haven't done anal with anyone else. No. Or I haven't done anal with anyone else. I don't think you have either. But <laughs> You were in the room. <laughs> um, we have frequently had three couples together playing. That actually multiple times has been mm-hmm. three couples. We just, it evolved in the, I mean, and that's, she mentioned kind of the people on the people. That's the puppy pile that I hear about. It is exactly mm-hmm. the puppy pile. She very the much women, enjoys. Mm-hmm. The women tend to do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Any gangbang? Yeah. Done. 
we've done bukkake. We haven't done. Yeah, we've done. We've wait, wait. We've done. What's that? Hold, hold, hold. I've heard that word. I don't know what it means. So basically, I had other men come on me. Like that's what that word means. Yes. So it's like a it's a fantasy. Like it's you know like I want just the that was the thing. So we had two other men and Paul. And so I just said, Hey, you know, I've always wanted to do this. They're like, well, let's make it happen. What do you want to do that you haven't done? Well, we keep checking things off my bucket list. Yeah, we do. Well, like with us, we've done predicament bondage. There you go. (laughs) What what is that? Predicament bondage. It's usually tying in a position where she'll have to choose the lesser of two evils of how to move. It's a more of a head game than a physical game. But she she is bound and and she has to choose. Like uh, sometimes people on their toes, the the hook, anal hook, an anal hook, where she's suspended, and if she comes down, yeah, <laughs> it's so, an actual anal hook. Yeah. Yes, it's it's you know it's it's got a ball at the end, so it's not painful. Ish. <laughs> it wasn't in me, so maybe you're the judge of that. But it it, it it's more to keep the the context. So she's on her toes, and she's kind of diminutive as she is so she's it stretches her and if she comes down it's going to hurt more it pulls it pulls more so so it's like a fish hook like it's shaped like a fish hook (laughs) (laughs) i think we got her wow (laughs) i didn't didn't think we'd be able to do that (laughs) oh ladies and gentlemen if you saw this couple you'd be like there's no way there's just no way that's amazing yeah so and and it's it really it really doesn't hurt I mean, it really doesn't but, hurt. But it makes it's it's a head game of if I move this way, I'll be more comfortable. And we like a lot of the the head game to go with the physical aspects too. Right. This is what my chapter of my life is is living my authentic life and checking things off my bucket list. I don't even think I have to ask if this has enhanced your marriage because it sure sounds like it has, right? Very much so. Even with kids, all of our kids' friends view us as like the perfect marriage. We're, we're the bar. And they don't know that this is the secret sauce and we can't share it with them or we haven't yet. But this this does, I mean, we were rock solid way before we were into this. This is just really enhanced. You have to be, right? You have to be. We've had other people approach us. Things in my marriage aren't going great. Maybe we should look at at swapping. And I'm like, yeah, no. Like that's, it's just, and that's the thing. That's, I think, another misconception of people is that, People who do this must not be in love. It must not be a happy marriage. They must be missing something in their marriage. We were very happy before. Um, and now I, I say we're sort of blissfully happy, which is just great. We love it. I'm been good 30 years. And here's wishing you 30 more years of blissful happiness. If you'd like to connect with Paul and Jamie, they're on Twitter at new with tags pod. In fact, they have a podcast called new with tags podcast all right next time on consenting adults a man twice divorced is still looking for that partner who will accept his bisexuality and boy did he have stories to tell guy i'm next to while i'm peeing starts going down on oh after you were done no while i'm peeing what that's next time on consenting adults